0: We are hashtag not soft. Hashtag not soft.
1: tam po kristi roištím přes moravu hradi tam strašidlo vystupuje sváshin žere hlavně vrašáky Jmenuje se jožin jožin spážin, močalec se blíží Jožin z k vesnici se blíží, Jožin z Bážin, už si zuby brousí, Jožin z kouše sa je rtouzí, na Jožina z Bážin, koho by to napadlo, platí jen a pouze vražko a si letadlo. Projížděl jsem dědinou, cestou na
2: vizovice. Hashtag Nostrovia, everybody. (laughs) I don't even know where I was going with that one. Somebody sent me that video of that song that was just playing and then sent me another video of a guy in a Russian accent because I laughed really hard at that video. I laughed so hard I deemed it fit to have as the opening song today and not do the music myself. It's probably going to be the ending song, too. I'm probably going to play all of it because, well, you know, that was that was something special, wasn't it? But he sent me this somebody doing a Russian accent, and it was, to me, like, yeah, I like the Russian music. I don't like the Russian. Like, I don't need it. But don't take my positive response towards that song as, like, send me every Russian thing you have. You're not even Russian. We've never been to Russia that'd be some crazy shit over there, wouldn't it? I'm pretty sure everybody smokes. I think it's just like one giant cigarette and turnip of a country that it's just misery. It's like gray. It's like my horrible Americanized idea of what Russia is. I guess I'm not even going to blame America on it. That's just my own ignorant idea. That's which you get from being far removed from things and only hearing about it in media and studies and stuff like that. You know, whatever. Whatever brings Russia to your attention. I mean, of course, Russia is like synonymous with communism. It's just like I feel bad for every German guy in the world because everyone immediately associates the word German with Nazi. <laughs> they kind of fucked themselves over. I feel like that's prejudice, you know? Because, I mean, I always talk about that at some point or another. It always comes up on the hashtag not soft. So let's go into a little bit of a Russian history lesson. Out of personal curiosity, it's a really big, really big country. I mean, between Russia and India, you can actually, you could make another continent. In my opinion. Okay, timeline of Russian history from the... Always accurate, never questionable source of Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. You can find all this and more at n.wikipedia.org. So in the year 860, there was the Rus-Byzantine War. The Rus launched a successful raid on Constantinople. Okay, so there were... I don't want to say ancient Russians, but yeah, there were ancient Russians. That's that feels good that they're not new like this country. They're strong. They've (laughs) they've been established. (laughs) Can't see my left hand right now, but it's making a motion as if I'm gripping a steel beam and just building steel beams for Russia. Oleg of Novgorod. Oh my god, we're already starting. Alright, Oleg of Novgorod. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> dude named Oleg conquers Kiev and moves the capital of Russia to Kiev in 882. And then the Rus' Byzantine War happens again. Or I guess it didn't stop going on from the year 860 to the year 907, still going on. 941, it's still going on. <laughs> Does it does it last a hundred years uh, I can't see here I'm not gonna speculate I'm not gonna get hung up on how long this rus Byzantine war is going on oh a treaty was signed in 945 so 860 to 945 this country is being established out of a war they had a female ruler and then she died she died eight years later bunch of other guys came in after her. Kiev was based off of paganism. And Vladimir destroys them. And probably... Oh, he urges the city's inhabitants to baptize themselves. Oh, so he's spreading Christianity. For a second there, I thought he'd get rid of all the pagan gods and just put him up. Or put, you know, Stalin up. Because even though that's not for another hundred. I don't know, more than a hundred, probably thousand years or so, you know. Anyway, Vladimir dies. He's the guy that made him get baptized, if in case you weren't following. Now it's just power struggles for from the year one thousand fifteen to one thousand ninety three, just Regular deaths in the family, then sons taking over, then other people taking them. You know how the feudal system works, I would assume. Then another war starts. Another, another war starts. Oh, by the 13th of April in 1093, the last ruler's illegitimate son gets power, and that starts, uh, starts a war. But I don't think that actually started the war. I think there was just a... They wanted a war. More guys die. More people die. More death. Somebody gets... Oh. No. That doesn't make sense. Oh, the first reference to Moscow was in 1147. We can... Tribute it to a man named Yuri... We're going to tribute it to a man named Yuri. And he said, come to me, brother, to Moscow. To his brother, Sviatoslav. Yeah. Alright. Then Hungarian king intervenes to try and get Kev. Yuri escapes. Then Yuri takes it back. And then Yuri dies of intoxication in 1157. So 10 years from Moscow being referenced and I guess unearthed, it doesn't exist anymore. Hitting the, the 12s now, 13th century, that war kind of happened again, another war. And it has to... Oh, with Genghis Khan. No shit. They, they fought the Mongols. So Russia fought the Mongols in the 1200s and 1223. That's pretty tough. They were pretty... Those are some brutal fucking people. I'm not gonna think about the stuff they did because I'm just gonna make stuff up. He ate their livers. <laughs> in the 14th century, more people die. Then this guy marries somebody... And Dimitri the Terrible Eyes had been stealing from the Khan's tribute money. That's that's great. I wonder if Terrible Eyes meant blind or terribles, like scared the shit out of you. Oh, then he kills somebody. Great. But he doesn't take the position. He just killed the guy, I guess. He, like, he killed the king at the time. I don't know what they call kings here at this point. I'm just going to go with kings because it's old enough. No, more people go go in power, go out of power, more war, Mongolia, back and forth, a lot of battles going on, then Terrible Eyes died, and now, oh, now here's somebody named Vasily to the Blind, so I'm not going to assume Terrible Eyes means blind, or from the time of 1322 to 1425, they figured out that there should be a word, blind, that's better than Terrible Eyes. So matter of fact, Russia. That's that's pretty accurate in my hypotheses on Russia. Oh, now somebody comes to Moscow and declares himself the Grand Prince. They, tr- they try and kick him out. They kick him out. He comes back, declares himself the br- Grand Prince again. Then he dies. Dies a month and four days later. On the 5th of July the 5th of july 1434 america hasn't even had its birthday yet wow look at us there have been years there have been centuries of war and death before america has even had its birthday you know all these people i'm butchering their names and rolling over probably mean some shit to mean some shit to russian people It's like I wonder if Vikings, like the names of the Vikings, mean something to people in Scandinavia. I don't know. More death. There's a Pskov Republic, so government, government's around, that's going on. It's becoming more complex. Up, they're writing books. First book printed in Russia, the narrow-typed gospel book from 1553 to 1554. It was published by an anonymous printing house. You can find a copy at the Russian State Library in Moscow and elsewhere. Get yours today. There's more battles. Livonian Order happens in 1561. And there's a partition between Lithuania, Sweden, Denmark. Then there's a Muscovite territory that happens... Uh, Oh, Tsars. Yeah, there's Tsars. Well, then the Muscovite territory was ruled directly by the Tsar. And it was established by Ivan. There's been so many Ivans, I'm not sure that any of them is... Particularly Ivan the Terrible, but as I said that, I just read 1581. Ivan killed his oldest son. That sounds like a really terrible thing to do. And they know the word terrible by now. That would be something to think about. Russo, or... God damn it! (laughs) Russo-Swedish War, (laughs) man, I, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) Russo-Swedish War, there's a treaty of Plussa that expires, and Muscovite troops lay siege to Narva, so treaties expire, if you didn't know, I didn't know that, we're only in the fifteen hundreds. At least, you know, it's been a hundred years since Columbus left. Not that he discovered any America. Someone died with no children. There's a treaty of Tyavzino. And a lot of people going to Muscovy. Oh. <laughs> 1604, false Dmitry I, a man claiming to be the deceased Dmitry Ivanovich, invaded Muscovy. Glad he's forever known in the history books of Wikipedia as false Dmitry I. <laughs> well, yeah, just in case. All right, so Boris dies. A lot of people defect because of false Dmitry, who seizes control of the Kremlin. Oh, wow. The Kremlin. And then false Dimitri becomes Tsar. <laughs> Not even a year later, eight months later, he shows up. claims to be a dead guy and takes over the place. <laughs> Marries a Catholic. And then he converts. Or oh, no, he pisses people off because he thinks they're going to convert Muscovy to Catholicism. Not a lot of people want to be Catholic. Can't blame him, hindsight's twenty twenty, but... conservative Boyers stormed the Kremlin and shouted false Dimitri to death during his escape. That was two years later after he came and took over the place. There's this... The, oh, they say the flame that burns twice as bright burns only half as long. Hermogenes, the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church, urges the Muscovite people, urges, 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 the Muscovite people to rise against the Poles. False Dmitry II was shot and beheaded. I guess they went with the second one of them. Crazy. Crazy. That sucks that your son gets the name False in, in like, Couldn't they cut him some slack, for God's sake? He didn't choose to be false. Guy named Michael died. There was a salt riot in 1648. Upset over the introduction of a salt tax, the townspeople launched a rebellion in Moscow. So Moscow's established. Salt's expensive. A group of nobles demands a Zemsky... A Zemsky Sobor... On behalf of the rebellion for the Salt Riot. Azemsky, Azemsky Sabor. Is the first Russian parliament of the feudal states. It roughly means assembly of the land. Salt Riot. Many of the rebellion's leaders are executed. A month later. Not even 20 odd days later. Then by Christmas 1648. The Ukrainian capital Kiev. Kiev is being invaded. Yeah, there's another riot that goes on. Yeah, that's uh Kamlinsky Uprising. Yeah. And then they make Zemsky Sabor over there. I-, I think that's great. <laughs> Fuck saying the Declaration of Independence. I'm going <laughs> to... The Zemsky Sabor sounds way more... <laughs> it just sounds more fun. It's It's... More to the tongue and the lips than the Declaration of Independence. Now 1654, there's a Russo-Polish War. There's a deluge in Sweden that invades the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. The deluge is a series of mid-17th century campaigns in the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. So, the Komlenskys and the Poles are starting to fight, pretty much. It's just going on. Dano-Swedish War, Treaty of Roskilde, or Roskilde, maybe, I don't know. And Sweden's War with Denmark, and then the Russo-Polish War. is coming close to an end establishing peace treaties in a commonwealth of three nations. There's a copper riot. 1662, July 25th, there's a copper riot, and that is only 8, no, 14 years from the salt riot, So we go from salt to copper The Muscovites go down And demand punishment For the government ministers Who had debased Muscovy's copper currency I see Fucking over the little guy it Happens in more nations than one Still going on today Not gonna name any names But Good to see it's a global Historical issue the pro Turkish Cossack novel defeats his pro adversaries in the right bank Ukraine. That's 1665. There's captures and tortures where people get quartered in public squares. More people die. More people die. They were not creative with the naming. It was. If not one, two, and three, the same name. It was the same name, just over but repeated. There were probably like twelve names, and they just had a lottery, and everybody took a number. And if you're sixteen, you're Fyodor. If you're not age sixteen, but number sixteen, then if you pick number seven, you're Azemsky Sabor. So <laughs> Definitely something to think about to name your kid for sure. For sure. Zemsky support. Ivan dies in 1696. Not sure if it's the same Ivan as the guy who killed his fucking son. Probably. There's a Streltsy uprising where 4,000 Streltsy overthrow their commanders, head to Moscow where they want to demand the enthroning of the exiled Sophia. Sophia. The Streltsy, for those of you who are curious, are the units of Russian guardsmen from the 16th to early 18th centuries. They had firearms, and they're also known as the marksman troops. So those are the people who are uprising, and the rebels are defeated 12 days later. I have one shred of respect, actually many shreds of respect as I keep reading, of the Russian government. Time after time, they shut those people down. They shut those people down. <laughs> Can you blame communism on that and feudalism? Is the fact that we're not like that is that we can't shut people down? We get like, I guess we do have freedom in this country because we are able to have riots and not get immediately shut down. Sure, we do get shut down, but our voices still get heard. That's something that I think people should appreciate more and be aware of instead of, oh, I would riot, but it doesn't make a difference. Go vote. Alright. 1707. There's a Bulovin... Bulovin... Reve- fuck it, I don't care anymore. There's a Boulevin rebellion. Small band of Don Cossacks kill a Muscovite noble searching their territory for tax fugitives. The Bulin rebellion... The Boulevin rebellion... After a series of devastating military reversals, Bulevin is shot. Okay, so Bulavin is a person. Another war starts, or at least a battle. Something about the Muscovites versus the Swedes. The Russian gubernias are divided into lots, according to noble population. Gubernias are a major and principal administrative subdivision of the Russian Empire and the early Russian SFSR. The Russian SFSR is the Russian Soviet Federative Socialistic Republic. Glad I can clear that up for you. The Russian capital gets moved from Moscow to St. Petersburg on 8th May. May 8th. Peter demands that his son endorses reforms or renounce his right to the throne. His son flees to Vienna to avoid military service. He goes to Moscow under a promise that he won't be harmed because that's about to start a war. Then he's put on trial for treason and died after torture in the Peter and Paul Fortress. These guys shut you the fuck down. (laughs) Do you have a voice? Do you have a throat? Let's step on it. Let's just lay you down on the street and step on your goddamn throat. Anything that comes out is property of the state. That's how it works here. The Great Northern War. Peter's declared emperor. We're in the seventeen hundreds now. Peter dies of urinary problems. Fails to name a success for successor. The Smolensk, the Smolensk government is governorate. The Smolensk, the Smolensk governorate is reestablished. Catherine establishes uh, an advisory body. For those of you who don't know, Catherine is. Catherine I of Russia. She's also known as Marfa Smolovina Skaronskaya. And she was the second wife of Peter the Great, an empress of Russia from 1725 until her death. She does not look sightly. Like, homely would be a compliment of Catherine. She's not good-looking at all. From the picture, I don't know, I would swipe left. Peter dies of smallpox, the russo. Russo-Turkish War goes down, 1735-1739. to They capture the Ottoman fortifications. And Treaty of Belgrade goes down. Russia gives up its claims on Crimea and Moldavia as its navy was barred from the the Black Sea. So Anna dies of kidney disease in 1740. Schön goes to her, The throne goes to her adopted infant son, Ivan VI. Anna's lover is declared regent. I don't know what that means. Russo-Swedish War goes about two years. Ivan gets imprisoned. The Viborg government is established and conquered over Swedish territories. The Viborg government, or governorate, oh shit, I told, yeah, I remember, I got to this. It, <laughs> it is Finnish, Finland. That's what the Viborg governorate is, Representative Finland. Seven years war goes down, August 29th, 1756, the Kingdom of Prussia invades the Austrian Protectorate of Saxony. See, this is where anything I know about Russia starts to kick in. So 1756 to, and it's just really static and hazy from 1756 to the present. You say some names, I might be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So the Seven Years' War happens. There's a diplomatic revolution on May 1st. Under the Second Treaty of Versailles, Russia joins the Franco-Australian military alliance. Seven Years' War, the Russian troops enter the war. Miracle House of Brandenburg. Elizabeth dies. Her nephew Peter the becomes Tsar. The Treaty of Saint Petersburg is ends Russian participation in the war at no territorial gain. On May fifth, seventeen sixty two, group of soldiers attempt to release the imprisoned Ivan the Sixth. He was murdered. Yeah, he was murdered. <laughs> he was murdered. He, he had fucking murdered. Even if you fuck. With the countries that are fucking with with this country, you're still gonna get silenced. This is great. Polish nobles established the Bar Confederation in order to end Russian influence in their country. If you just could, you imagine the troops overseas, wherever the fuck. And if any of us go over there for any reason, or any special group of people go over there to help somebody out. They just immediately get shot down. The minute they get there, they're just killed, dead. And it happens sometimes, but not immediately. It's like they get to do their mission. It's like you don't even, uh, oh, mission, you're fucking dead. It's insane. Pugachev's rebellion goes down in 1773. The Cossack Yemen Pugachev attacks and occupies Samara, Confederate Sejum was forced to ratify the first partition of Poland a confederated sejm is a form of sejm in the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth of the 18th century a sejm of the republic of Poland is the lower house of the Polish parliament it consists of 460 deputies elected by the Universal Ballot and is presided over a speaker called the Marshal of the Sejum Republic of Poland. Sometimes you have a House of Representatives, sometimes you have a Sejum. What are you going to do? It's probably not pronounced Sejum. Like, the more I keep saying Sejum, the more wrong it sounds in my head. The Crimean Kanate? Oh my god. Was incorporated into the Russian Empire. The Crimean Khanate is. I'll find out. The Crimean Khanate is a Turkic vassal state of the Ottoman Empire from 1478 to 1774, the longest lived of the Turkic Khanates that succeeded the Empire of the Golden Horde. Whoa. European history is something I really should have should have looked into. Because the world is just short brush strokes around the world, and American is, you know, America. Should have taken European history. Battle of Hogland happens. The Russian Navy disperses a Swedish invasion fleet near Hogland in the Gulf of Finland. That's a great name for a place, Hogland. They should change <laughs> we get the chance to rename America, Hogland is going to be on one of my... It's going to be on the ballot. It's going to be on my write-in candidate for Hogland. Catherine establishes the Pale of Sediment, an area in European Russia into which Russian Jews were transported in 1791. Why is that? Why is that? The Pale of Sediment is a western region of Imperial Russia which permanent residency by Jews was allowed... And beyond which Jewish permanence, permanent residency was generally prohibited. It extended from the Eastern Pale or demarcation line to the Western border, or to the Western Russian border with the Kingdom of Prussia. So, just gonna point it out: Jewish persecution in 1791. <clears throat> okay, I'm letting it sit for a second. 1791, World War Two was 19, F- 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 you know, the year, <sighs> but yeah, 1791, Some and up until 1791, 1791, they catch a break, Polish-Russian War is 1792, goes on... Grodno Sejum, the last Sejum of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, ratifies the second partition. No more Sejums. Okay. There's an uprising. And it's sparked a nationalist uprising in Poland. Then there's a battle of Praga, where Russian troops capture the Praga borough of Warsaw and massacre its civilian population. Back to that iron fist. Okay. Battle of Kurtesinsi. The Persian army of demolished or demolished the armed forces of Kartelkate or Kaketi. Yeah, Kartl Kaketi. That's something worth pronouncing. The third partition of Poland divided up the remainder of its territory. And 1796, the Persian Expedition of 1796, Catherine launches a military expedition to punish Persia for its incursion to the Russian protectorate of Kakheti. Car- Cardal- god damn, god damn, that's that's a lot of case. The Persian Expedition of 1776 resulted in Russian withdrawal. anyone was worried, it was between the North and South Caucasus Mountains. It was between Catherine the Great and Valerian Zubov versus Aga Mohammed Khan of the Persian Empire. 2,150 Russian men died. 5th November, Catherine suffered a stroke in the bathtub. 6th November, she died. The throne fell to her son, Paul I. Not to be confused with Pope. Paul I, not to be confused with Paul I in the Bible. This is 1796. Oh, shit, let's just this day in history real quick. Oh, nothing happened in 1776 in Russia. It was 1774, the Russo-Turkish War, Pugachev's Rebellion, and then nothing happened until 1783. That's when the Crimean Khanate happened. So look at that. Look at this. We we pretty much stole the show for seventeen seventy-six. That was that was us. That was our time to shine. Be proud. Seventeen seventy-six, this was the place to be. Everybody just dropped pants and was like, There's a new country? What? Okay, so Paul authorizes the incorporation of Karl Kakheti into the Russian Empire. Paul was killed in his bed three days later, eighteen oh one. Great year. Alexander his son takes the throne and establishes the Ministry of Eternal Internal Affairs It's still going on today it it's it's a thing it's headquartered in Moscow The current minister is Colonel General of Police Vladimir Kolokoltsev who was the Moscow Police Commissioner police commissioner police commissioner between 09 and 2012. So, we have a War of the Third Coalition the next year, where the Treaty of Petersburg cedes Austrian possessions in Dalmatia to France. I didn't know there's a place called Dalmatia. I wonder if that's where the dogs are from. It's one of the four historical regions of Croatia. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it rhymes. If you're a rapper, Croatia and Dalmatia it would be a really sick flow to try and make that work. And then something about 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Ideas. So there's a Russo-Persian War. Ottoman Empire dismissed the pro-Russian hospitars of its vassal states, Wallachia and Moldavia. That all was before the War of the Third Coalition, just in case you were curious. Then there was a Battle of Friedland. Treaty of Tilsit was signed. Alexander evacuates the two states. And cedes the Ionian Islands to the French. Napoleon promises to aid Russia in its conflicts with the Ottoman Empire. Oh! So now we've met a a bigger force. Napoleon. Yeah, he's a tough son of a bitch. Short guy. Alexander demands that Sweden close the Baltic Sea to British warships. And there's a Finnish war... And there's a Diet of Porvu, which is the four estates of Finland swear allegiance to the Russian crown. I don't know, there's a Diet? A military thing? Summon the Legislative Assembly to establish the Grand Principality of Finland in 1809 in the heir of their powers to the Swedish riksdag of the estates. I'm not even going to try and make that make sense, because I, I, I don't get it outside of what I just said when it resulted with the swearing allegiance. Alexander establishes the State Council in 1810. French invade Russia in 1812. Russo-Turkish War just ended in 1812. The The Treaty of Bucharest ends the war. Then, not a month later, starts the French invasion of Russia in 1812. Then... The French army enters a deserted Moscow. The high watermark of their invasion. And then the last French troops were forced off Russian territory that December. Good for them. These guys don't even take well to invaders. And we're the fucking superpower of the world. (laughs) Probably because we're open-minded. Alexander dies of Typhus. His oldest brother, the Grand Duke Constance Constantine Pavlovich. Uh, he swore allegiance to his other younger brother Nicholas I under pressure from Constantine. Nicholas published Alexander's Succession Manifesto, Decemberist Revolt. Three thousand soldiers gathered at the Senate Square in St. Petersburg and declare their loyalty to Constantine and the idea of a Russian constitution. When talk failed, the Tsarist army dispersed with demonstrators with artillery, killing at least sixty people. 1825, 1825, peaceful protest, killing at least 60 people. Imperial decree establishes the second section of his majesty's own chancery. If you're wondering what that is, I don't know. I'm just going to assume it's a ladder of succession for a chancellery. That's what chancery is short for. I'm just going to assume that, not sure though. Nicholas establishes the office of chief gendarmes in charge of the gendarmerie units, as the internal guard. All right, that's kind of meaningless. There's more Russo-Turkish wars, and then now there's a November uprising in 1831 where Polish nationalists attack the Belwarder Palace, the seat of the governor general. Then, oop, we got another, oh, the act of the Sejm dethrones Nicholas from the Polish crown, a new government takes office in Poland, that's 1831. Russian troops cross the Polish border, the Russian armies captured Warsaw, ending the November uprising. The Ottoman Sultan confirms supremacy of France and the Catholic Church over Christians in the Holy Land in 1852, so assume the Crusades have some ripple effect on Russia, I don't know, Treaty of Paris is signed in 1856. The Black Sea is demilitarized. Russia loses territory to be granted at the m- mouth of the Danube. Good river. Last of the military settlements are disbanded. 1858, the Treaty of Aigen is signed, pushing the Russo-Chinese border east to the Amur River. Tariff Act reduces import tax. Awesome. January uprising in 1863, where an anti-Russian uprising begins in Poland. Girls allowed into secondary schools and standard curriculum set. 1864, there's an incursion. There's a Caucasian war, where Alexander declares the war over on the 21st of May. There's another January uprising. Oh, the dictator of the rebellion was hanged. On 5th August. That's the conclusion of the January uprising. Okay, 1865, the Russian army captures Tashkent. And Tashkent is the capital and largest city of Uzbekistan. So, Uzbekistan's pretty much taken June 17th, 1865. Happy early birthday conquer territories of Central Asia, become a separate gubernia in the Russian Turkestan. And I explained what a gubernia was earlier. So, pay attention. There's no quiz at the end of this. want to keep up with my hip new Russian lingo. New comrades best be ears open. Uh, the Rodnik rebellion began... Kiva is captured by the Russian troops. That's not Kiva Juice. I don't need a sponsorship from Kiva Juice either, and I would not request for one. So you won this round, Kiva Juice. This is, Kiva is a city, approximately 50,000 people, in the Zorzam region in Uzbekistan. 1860s, 1870s, big, big decades for Uzbekistan. A lot of historical things that happened. Land and Liberty spilt into the moderate black repetition and the radical terrorist group People's Will. Russians know it as Narodnaya Voya, and it was a 19th century revolutionary political organization in the Russian Empire which advocated an indigenous socialism based on the mass of Russian peasantry. So, it was manifesto practically inspiring the working class to stand up. Happens all the time, in over here. <laughs> Persia recognizes Russia's annexation of Khorizam and the Treaty of Akal. Peasant land bank set up in 1883. I'm glad the peasants get a land bank now. The sky bank was just not cutting it. An imperial degree, decree subordinates the zemstva to the authority of the Appointed regional governors. The Zemstvo is a form of local government that was instituted during the great liberal reforms in Imperial Russia by Alexander II. So, the 1800s, this, these are liberal reforms. This is where the country is starting to perfect its government. Less war, more politics. And the Marxist Russian Social Democratic Party held its first party congress in 1898. In response to a local trade blockade, Russia invades and occupies the 64 villages east of the Hylionjiang River. And the Qing Dynasty citizens are expelled from their homes and driven across the Amur River. We're drown. drowned. Oh, we're drown! drowned. They, even upon making you relocate, these guys kill you. We make you walk the trailer to tears. Maybe a few of you don't make it, but the majority of you make it. You're all gonna drown. If, if you're gonna, we're gonna relocate you, we're not... Fucking around. We're not doing this anymore, you dirty fucking Mongols. And as part of the Russification of Finland, Nicholas issues the language manifesto of 1900, making Russian the official language of the Finnish administration. Eat shit. We're going to take over your country. And now you're speaking our language. 1900. Good year for Russia. And we have now broken the 20th century. This is where stuff you might know happened. Alright. Socialist Revolutionary Party is founded in 1901. Russification of Finland still going on. The Governor General of Finland was given the power to dismiss opponents of russification from the Finnish government. The Governor General was given dictatorial power. Dictatorial. Dictatorial. Learned a new word today, too. Dictatorial. Means of or relating to a dictator. Kishinev pogrom. A three-day pogrom began, which would leave 47 Jews dead. Okay, well, a pogrom is a violent riot aimed at a massacre or persecution of an ethnic or religious group, particularly one aimed at Jews. Don't let my tone of voice make me sound elated. This is serious shit here. This was 1905. No, it was 1903. 1903 when this pogrom happened. We're still early. These Russians really don't like the Jews. I'm not getting it. So the Russian legislative election. 1906, first free elections happen. That's in March. Fundamental laws are issued reaffirming the autocratic supremacy of the Tsar. Fundamental laws are pretty much the Russian Constitution of 1906 would be another name for it. Government is starting to get where ours was about 200 years ago. We didn't only take that spotlight, we led. We led by example. We, we were the example. Secret police units, of the MVD, Department of State, were unified under the authority of the new Ocrana. Not going to get into that, but I did tell you what an MVD was. The Ministry of the Ministry of Eternal Affairs. Keep up. Nicholas changed the electoral law, gave greater electoral value to the votes of nobility and landowner orders. The third Duma began because the first and second one got nullified. The State Duma is a legislative assembly in the Russian Empire which held its meetings in Tarada Palace, St. Petersburg. All only if you're interested. I feel that we're learning a lot here. I'm trying to keep everything just together. Assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria is assassinated by Gavrilo Princip of the bosnian separatist group young bosnia 1914 world war one here we go you know what happened you know what happened germany gets involved austria-hungary gets involved germany conquers warsaw gregory rasputin there's a guy named franz ferdinand around here i wonder if that's where the band franz ferdinand got their name Ah, here it is—the investigation of the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Oh yeah, Archduke. Frend- no shit, I already said it. Yeah, so that ha- happened. I say, don't you know? You say you don't know. I say, take me out. It's a February Revolution. Nicholas is abdicated. It's a legislative Council. It's July days. Pro Soviet demonstrations happening on the streets of Petrograd. Rebellions put down. Bolshevik leaders arrested. Mapev take office. More political successions. Estonian Bolsheviks capture the capital of Tallinn. October comes around. There's more revolutions. There's more tension. The Cheka was established in December seventh. The Cheka is a Soviet state security organization. It was the first of a succession of them. Muslim Republic, the Edel Ural States established in Central Russia. Twenty seventh December, the, Rus- the Russian Civil War goes down. A volunteer army is established in nineteen eighteen. We get the Rumcharod. We get the Sobnerkom and i uh, the Transcaucasian Parliament had its first meeting yeah all right cool after january 31st the Bolsheviks adopted the Gregorian calendar all dates here after are given in the new style so that happened between the 28th of January. Oh, after the 31st of January. <laughs> between the 28th and the 18th of February. Okay. Mass conscription of the Red Army begins in Moscow. The Red Army retreats from Estonia in the face of Germans. Allied intervention in the Russian Civil War. Edo Ural State is occupied and dissolved by the Red Army. So much for their open minded acceptance to Muslims. Georgia seceded from the TFDR, TDFR, Armenian-Azerbaijan, claim independence. Red terrors. Russian people need to crush the Hydra of counter-revolution with massive terror. You know, it's not that bad as far as it's getting. Like, yeah, things are getting a little out of hand, but... Like, oh, oh they're actually starting to get a couple hits in. Time to crush them. Like... <laughs> we didn't crush him soon enough. World War I, 11th November, an armistice, armistice treaty signed, ending the war. Two Latvian political parties found a provisional legislature at the Tautos Podome. Stony War of Independence goes down November 22nd. Eyal Ural State is again occupied and dissolved by the Red Army in December. Bela a friend of Lenin, founds the Hungarian Communist Party a few months earlier. Communi- Communist Party of Lithuania establishes a revolutionary government in Vilnius. And we're walking into 1919. So, more Bolsheviks, because they're starting to come back. Red Army occupies. The org boroughs established. The Polish-Soviet War goes down. Lithuania is absorbed into the lithuanian Belarusian, soviet socialistic republic the first congress of the common turn began in moscow sounds nice the Commun common turn is an abbreviation for communist international it's also known as the third international it was an international communist organization that advocated world communism eighth party congress reinstutes the Politburo as the central, central governing body of the Communist Party. If you don't know what the Politburo of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union is, the Politburo is the highest policy-making government authority under the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. You can keep. You can read more about this for political science. This is history of Russia. The Romanian army leaves the Hungarian capital, Budapest... I'm not surprised. Russian Civil War. Polish Soviet War goes down. There's an Estonian War of Independence. The Russian Civil War, February 7, 1920. Cold Shock is is executed by Bolshevik Military Tribunal. Still, don't fuck around with these guys. The 11th Army invades the Azerbaijan Democratic Republic. Soviet Union recognized Lithuanian independence on june twelfth, nineteen twenty. Happy early birthday to you. Treaty of Riga or Riga was signed. Soviet Russia renounces all claims on Latvian territory. Battle of Warsaw, battle begins with a Russian attack. Bolsheviks defeat the government of Alash Orda, establish the Kyrgyz ASSR. God damn. what's the alphabet, man? Makhno's black army comes out, Makhnovists, people that follow him. There's a white volunteer army. Pugaron's People's Soviet Republic is established. Once again, 1920. 1921 rolls around with the Red Army invasion of Georgia, with the 11th Army crossing into Georgia. There's a Kronstadt rebellion. After a week of fighting, the government troops pacify Kronstadt. There's a, they pacify, they didn't, they didn't do anything to them, they just uh, All Alright, there's a Russian famine of 1921, where Maxim Gorky buys, brings, doesn't buy, brings world attention to looming famine, somebody gets killed by firing squad by the Red Army, 11th Communist Party, Congress establishes the General Secretary of the Communist Party, it's Joseph Stalin, so Joseph Stalin rises to power in 1922. Pro government living church up, con- op- apostate patriarchate. Alright, cool, why not? Oh, the Declaration of Forty Six is written, which it echoes earlier concerns expressed by Trotsky, where the chairman of the Revolutionary Military Council was commenting that the Communist Party was insufficiently democratic. Lenin dies in nineteen twenty four. January twenty first, to be exact, Soviet Constitution came to effect in of nineteen twenty four. You know that Soviet Constitution. Uzbek SSR has spun out of the Turkestan's ASSR. All the SSRs are starting to go to their respective country. Trotsky's were forced to res- or is forced to resign in nineteen twenty five. January sixth, Uzbek SSR joins the Soviet Union on May thirteenth. Peter of Kretitsky was arrested I didn't pronounce that wrong, I'm serious that's Kretitsky by Sergius of Nizhny Novgorod probably pronounced that wrong took the title of deputy Patri- patriarchal locum tenens nice to see they used Latin yeah, I'm glad to see that was universal Article 58 of the RFSR Penal Code is revised that changes the penalties of counter-revolutionary activity so we can't just kill everybody all the time Sergius affirms the loyalty of the Russian Orthodox Church to the Soviet government. Trotsky and Zinoviev are expelled from the Communist Party. Five-year plan. 1928, October 1st. Five-year plan. Stalin announces his five-year plan. Gulag is established April 15th, 1930. This is where I start to know what we're talking about, and I might be able to pronounce some fucking names. If you don't know what the Gulag is, it was where the Soviets incorporated and sending people to work. work. They incorporated work camps and they started sending people there. It was punishment. Pretty nasty stuff. The five-year plan is announced, fulfilled on 1932. That's that's not five years actually. He did it in four. The first five-year plan. Elections to the Central Committee go down. Sergei Kirov is the chief of the leningrad party he was the most popular member so sergey kirov you like the bernie sanders of 1934 that's pretty cool kirov is murdered by leonid nikolaev at the behest of stalin okay fun moscow trials start in 1936 the second trial begins in 1937 all but four were sentenced to death. The first one, all 16 were executed. Uh, that's just to be expected from the Russian government. There's a Great Purge, August 15th, 1937. May relatives accuse traitors subject to imprisonment in labor camps. Peter of Kretitsky is executed. Trial of the 21 goes down. All of them get executed. The Battle of Lake Kassan... A lot of people being held accountable for their actions in the 1930s. There's a winter war where the Soviet army attacks Finland. Goddamn, what's their problem? You know, is Finland really that bad of a place? Is Finland really that bad of a place? I bet it's like feuding with your neighbor after X amount of time you just forget what it's about. I'll never forget what it's about. Fuck my neighbor. Moldavian SSR became the Moldavian SSR. Countries still going back to their respective SSRs. The Soviet-Japanese border wars start. Lithuanian 1941 independence starts. Beg- the uprising begins on June 22nd. And the L- the Lithuanian activist front government takes power in Lithuania two days later. Battle of Moscow... Three German armies begin an advance in Moscow. It's 1941. Battle of Stalingrad. The German Luftwaffe begin bombing a raid against Stalingrad. Operation Uranus. Soviet Union begins a pincer movement against the German forces. A pincer movement is where two armies attack from both flanks. Sort of like pinching. Don't know why they didn't call it a pincer movement. Operation Spark. Where the Soviet army launches a military offensive to break the siege of Leningrad. 1944, the Red Army crosses into Poland. The Russians recapture Kiev just um, three months before that in 1943. Sergius dies in 44. Warsaw Uprising, where the Polish Home Army begins their attack on German forces in Warsaw. Michael I of Romania led, leads a coup of the military dictatorship of Ion Antonescu. Romania signs an armistice. Romania starts to get its independence over the next few years, over the next decade or so. Battle of Berlin goes down. Soviet Union recaptures Warsaw and Budapest. Potsdam Agreement moves Poland's borders west to re-establish the shape of occupied Germany. Invasion of Manchuria is August 16th, 1945. That's where the Soviet armed forces land on Sakhalin, go to Korea. Soviet Union captures the capital. Good on them. There's an Iran crisis or Iran crisis where British troops withdraw from Iran or Iran. (laughs) Pick one. Stick to it. Roman general election or Romanian general election right where I said, okay. Iran gets control over Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. King Michael of Romania is forced to abdicate in 1947. Czechoslovakian President Edvard Beneš accepts the resignations of the non-communist ministers and replaces them according to, to the demands of the KSC. KSC is not Kentucky slap chicken. It is the Communist Party of Czechoslovakia. They just... I don't know. More good things for Romania, then the Berlin blockade goes down, Soviet Union blocks all railroad access to West Berlin, Yugoslavia is expelled from the Comneform, or Common Form. Berlin blockade, 1949, May 11th, the Soviets lift the blockade, new communist constitution comes to force in Hungary, the Korean War starts January 1950, a relative who was in that, he was still alive. Stalin dies March 5th, 1953 The presidium presidium of the Central Committee of the Communist Party acquits all those arrested in connection with the doctor's plot The doctor's plot was a most dramatic episode of anti-Semitism in the Soviet Union under Joseph Stalin's regime So not only did Russia hate Jews, Stalin hated Jews It It was bad, bad, bad scene I wouldn't want to be there. Battle of Dien Bien Phu happened, where Viet Minh forces loose, massive artillery barrage. Uh, battle ends in a French defeat. The Geneva Conference. I was wondering when that happened. Oh, that this is a Geneva conference. Oh, never mind. That's not what I was thinking. But it's good to know that the Geneva... Actually, I did want to know when that was, if you didn't. Signing the Geneva Accords promised a complete French withdrawal, partition of Vietnam into a communist north and a monarchist south and scheduled unifying elections for 56. Khrushchev and Tito issue the Belgrade Declaration in 1955, where a month later Ho Chi Minh visits Moscow and agrees to accept Soviet aid. A closed session, at an open session. (laughs) Comniform is dissolved April 17th, 1956, I'm sure there's probably some Russian guy who might listen to this is like no you skipped over so many things uh, that's not my russian accent the cuban revolution goes down in 1956 more just brass balls dictatorship here fidel moves in and the other guy flees to the dominican republic the other guy is fulgencio batista Just makes his ass leave. At least he gave him a chance and didn't kill him like anybody else in the fucking Russian Uh, regimes. Tsarisms, I don't know. Khrushchev becomes the premier of the Soviet Union. And a year before, Fulgencio Batista flees to the Dominican. There's a Sino-Soviet split where the Chinese Communist Party... Uh, accused the Soviet leadership of revisionism. And so Moscow recalls thousands of Soviet advisors from China and ends economic and military aid. Bay of Pigs, you're starting to know what goes on. Cuban Missile Crisis goes down, Kennedy shows up and dies. Marx is still pretty prominent, or his ideas are. Sino-Soviet's hit a border conflict in 69. The Vietnam War goes down. The Paris Peace Accords happen. Now, in the 70s through the 80s, Russia starts getting involved. Or, yeah, Russia starts getting involved with Africa. Ethiopia, Mogadishu, places like that start to feel the cold red fingers and fists of the The Kremlin, I don't know what to call them. I, I don't know what to actually call them. U.S. announces its boycott of the Moscow Olympics because of the invasion in Afghanistan. See, it's starting to scare people. Suslov and Brezhnev died of strokes and heart attacks in '82. Invasion of Grenada. That's the other thing I wanted to know. October twenty fifth, nineteen eighty three. The United States and its Caribbean allies topple the Cord government. And if you don't know what the Kord government, it's the government part of the New Jewel New Jewel movement by Winston Bernard Cord. It he pretty much took power for three days, and then did we helped that then. The, Chernenko announces a Soviet bloc boycott, then dies of emphysema a few months later. Singing revolution starts in 88. Everybody starts splitting up from Russia, finding their place in the world. Velvet revolution goes on. Communism starting to not be as popular in Russia because of the people. First Congress of the People's Deputies start. There's a Soviet coup attempt in 1991. A group of high-ranking officials calling themselves the State Emergency Committee said that Gennady Yanayev was supposed to replace Gorbachev. Same revolution still going on. Ukrainian parliament adopts the Declaration of Independence of Ukraine. Good for them. That's August 24th, 1991. Still got a couple months before their birthday. Fifth Russian Constitution's adapted. First Chechen War in the late 90s. There's a few more wars. There's a second Chechen War in 99. Boris Yeltsin resigns, and Prime Minister Putin became acting president in 1999. Putin wins presidential election in 2000. There's a theater hostage crisis in 2002 where these rebels seize the House of Culture Theater in Moscow, taking about 700 people out with them, and then they want immediate Russian withdrawal from Chechnya, and then the police respond with pumping anesthetic into the building, storm it from every entrance, executing all 42 terrorists. 120 hostages also died due to cumulative effects of intoxication, hunger, and maltreatment by the terrorists. Of course, 700 people packed into a theater, plus terrorists and no cops could have possibly shot a stray bullet or two nobody could have possibly hit, had some friendly fire going no it had to be the had to be the terrorists of course i'm going to call you out because that's fucking it's fucking low putin wins again in 04 bush won here that kind of sucked boris yeltsin dies in 2007 of congestive heart failure Putin loses in 08. Putin gets it back in 2012. He also signs the treaty on the adoption of the Republic of Crimea to Russia in 2014. So that does it. What happened was I said all this before, and then I lost it. So I just did it again. I tried not to, but I realized I got further along than I thought. And I'd just like fuck it. I'm not gonna make you guys suffer. Whatever. Here you go. Russian history. Isn't that interesting?
1: definitely left me #notsoft <tries> Jožin zbážin, k vesnici se blíží, Jožin zbážin, už si zuby brousí, Jožin zbážin, kouše sa jerdousí, na Jožina zbážin, bo to napadlo, platí jen a pouze pražko a světadlo. Kam dej mi předsedo, léta to a prášek, Jožina ti přivedu. Nevidím v tom háček, předseda mi vyhověl, ráno jsem se vznesl, na Jožina z prášek pěkně klesl. Jožin z páši, už je celý Jošin, spážin, z močálu ven vírí, Jošin, spáším, dostal se na kámen, Jožin, spážin, tady je s ním amen, Jožina jsem dohnal, už održ jeho ho, dobré kaselové, prodám jeho dovou.
0: Yeah, I love things. Ooh, I love material. (laughs) (coughs) I have just done one of the most counterintuitive things in Logic Pro ten that I'd ever even that I'd never even think I would do to record this podcast I shut off the click track which was killing me because when I was trying to record this before there was like a steady four four one twenty, like a straight every time I was trying to talk so it kind of pressured me to talk in rhythm isn't it a pain in the ass just listening to it god well it's gone now and i can talk in my own natural rhythm with no pressure with no okay it's like a it's like a weight just got lifted off my shoulders anyways hey you are listening to hashtag not soft the pilot this is a podcast i'm trying to uh create i'm trying to birth uh i'd also before i continue on about an introduction thank you for uh taking the time out of your life to listen to it we're all busy people and we all find our entertainment in different sources so uh glad you think this one is worth giving a shot and i've learned a lot from just failure right now it's been pretty successful the failure has like if we're going by hours man this is like hour probably six of me trying to get this one right and uh it's not six straight thank god i did four straight and then took a few hours break i've had uh a lot of stuff just blow up in my face today like a lot of things that i was supposed to have done yesterday and a lot of stuff i was supposed to do today that i just completely dropped the ball and uh In this little beginning rant here, I guess what I could take away from it, and what you might be able to take away from it, is try not to rely on other people for stuff. You know, try and just, whatever you can do by yourself, even if it's a bit of a challenge, do it. Just there's a little bit of a better feeling inside of you when you do it yourself and not have to wait because people take forever and they're always late you can't expect people to be on time and then the people who are on time you don't want to fucking deal with them because they're assholes about being on time like well i'm a punctual person well i want to punctual you right up the ass like it's fucking terrible Ugh. if you're five minutes early you're 15 minutes late no you're five minutes fucking early I've been five minutes early to a job interview and it's like the fucking place is closed. I have to wait. And you come in smelling like shit. You still get the job because they're fucking desperate. And they're like, oh, I made him wait.
3: I kind of have to give him the job.
0: You know, and then you work a miserable job for a month until you get a better opportunity. Yeah, that's life. That's the circle of life right there. Well, today's podcast is not brought to you by anybody actually um no we talk about politics today this podcast isn't really designed to talk about anything in particular we're going to have a lot of different stuff this is just like politics is the worst subject ever like i'm probably not ever on this podcast or anywhere in any medium that i decide to involve myself in i will never talk about religion just no there's no reason and like at the same time I should never talk about politics but I want to give it a shot because this is an election year and this is fucking ridiculous like you can't not know about it is what a what a big deal this is like you know the last one you could actually kind of ignore it cuz it was between the guy we had last time and some weird mormon so it's like yeah you know the weird mormon's not going to win this is a Christian country right here. So, yeah, no, you know the Mormon's not going to win. <laughs> Get it? Because I wasn't going to talk about religion. I'd like to weigh in on a bit. I'm going to talk about some stuff. Uh, I have somebody coming who is a non-resident of the United States or his home country, so he can't vote, but he has political opinions, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. Well... It kind of started with a question, is politics a popularity contest? And I went a little further into thinking about it, I actually wrote something about it. I've tried to go between being genuine and having good content. It just dawned on me, after all the failures and all the bullshit that's happened today, that it's like, I wrote the content? And if I wrote the content, why do I need to read the content? Why can't I just be me and provide the content where i see fit like why does it have to be concise why does it have to be all over the place it actually kind of doesn't so politics is not a popularity contest it's not because consider statewide elections when you're fucking electing comptroller when you're uh, electing your representative in congress or your rep or you're (laughs) electing your state governor you're not going by who you want to have a beer with. You're not going by who looks cool or no. You feel you vote on that individual either because they've been in your state forever as some other position that you knew. Oh, no, it's like oh yeah, I know that guy, and maybe they did something great when they were a, a lesser position. You're like you know what hey, you could do it. Um, or you vote for him because you actually feel that that person's going to represent your state best on a national level. So, it's not... I mean, of course, there's an amount of campaigning to what they do, and an amount of bullshit they spread, but as far as what their promises are, are pretty limited, and so is their power. So, like, there's no bullshit. As opposed to when you're running for president... They're gonna say whatever it takes to get elected, and, uh, you yeah, know, they're probably gonna only get 10% of that done, maybe, if they're lucky. Look at Obama, he fought his fucking ass off for fucking two years, actually he fought his ass off for eight years, but, like, really two years struggle there when the fucking government shut down on him, because they couldn't, he just couldn't do it, they were, it's not that they couldn't do it, I think they were just that against him. He fought through it. And I feel like he got most of his goals as far as what he could change out there. I don't need to name the scandals. You can, if you care, you can look that up. But this is more for entertainment than it is for uh, citing my sources. Um, it's scary if I did, though. You no, know, like, it's I could. But <laughs> it would just waste time, you know? It would take away from the content I intend to provide. When maybe that's what we do this election. We just cut the country in quadrants, and it's like, okay, Trump, you're the president of the West Coast. And Bernie, you get the East Coast. Cruz, you get the Bible Belt. Clinton, you get the Midwest. And then Kasich, take what you can get. No, you get Alaska and Hawaii. Just stick to Alaska and Hawaii. Shit. Yeah, that's what we need to do. That, that's the best solution. <laughs> but it gets better. Because Clinton is a very uh unloved candidate. You know, she's she's vocally disliked by many. Yet she's still the front runner of her party. And this is where the popularity contest question actually got raised for me but i kind of took a broad stroke with politics because it really isn't politics because everybody who actually makes decisions in politics are very unpopular people they were probably the people that you just like didn't talk to in school cuz you thought they you might like end up in their freezer You know, just, like, he had five or six friends that kind of looked like different versions of him. Like, oh, there's a short one and a tall one and one with braces and one with glasses. But, like, they all kind of look like they came from the same cousin mothers, you know? One of those kind of people. Those are, like, the people who actually make decisions. So, it's not a popularity contest. It is a popularity contest to get elected president. And at least in the case of the republican party because i can't be so black and white and definitive that yes it is or yes it isn't because the most popular president or the most popular candidate for the republicans is their front runner so they're almost the antithesis of the democratic party is it the democrat party this is a tough one isn't it because the democrat party sounds like you know that's what they are but it sounds a little uneducated like it doesn't sound right But the Democratic Party sounds like an event where people who enjoy justice and everyone getting an equal say go hang out. They got me there. This election, we've seen or heard from at least 30 different people representing the different parties. Most of them have already dropped out. That doesn't even include the independent parties. Like, if your state has some weirdo that's like, yeah, I'm running for president. Like, like, I don't even think that 30 includes Vermin Supreme. That's how narrow that 30 is right there. Don't let some bullshit technicality be the reason you don't vote because I would love to be able to clean toilets and have a say in my government. Some say, or even the illusion of having a say because that's not even anything they give you in any fucking other country in the world. I know one thing. It's not soft. Yeah, there you go. So we're here with... uh, You pick. Care to introduce yourself, why don't don't you?
3: (laughs) I'm suffering from a case of amnesia.
0: Due to a bad back, right? They prescribed you Oxycontin for this. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that's
3: good stuff. And you and Jay took some.
0: Uh, Jay took some.
3: Yeah, I know. I asked him about it. He he did share, but... I know he did. The He's such a were, liar. The
0: night you were talking about it, he made, when you said you had seven left, he made a motion of five, or you said you had five left, and you made a motion of three. Whatever, however many you said you had left, Two. he looked at me and made a motion of how many you actually had left.
3: I know. There were five left <laughs> now, and I... He ch- goes... <laughs> he is such a liar. I asked him and he's like, Wait, didn't you finish those already? Like, didn't you finish all of them? Like you're you're such a piece of shit liar, dude.
0: Honestly when it comes to uh when it comes to opiates, I mean you've gotta keep track of that shit. You can't not notice that, you know? No, well, I knew
3: I knew he had taken some. I I had seven exactly he took two, but whatever it's done.
0: See everybody did you get any more? Uh I I Nah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Didn't they get it didn't they give it to you for like a rash on your back? Yeah. Something. That's the problem with politics in America. They have one small <laughs> ache and pain and bam, they're giving you oxycontin. It's fucked up. Dude, God bless, man. Yeah. God bless <laughs> I mean that's kinda of the great thing, right? You know, I was I've been teaching myself economics. No shit. And uh I yeah, because I guess Means wasn't that much of a help to you. No, Jay Means was worthless. So, I fucking, <laughs> I was looking at a monopolies, and there are government-granted monopolies. Craziest thing. So, there's this company, and, uh, God, I forget what they're called, but they have the, the monopoly on pharmaceutical cocaine, and uh, their website will give you the, oh, here it is, yep. This website, is that not fucking frightening? Yeah, seriously. It blinked. And it changes. You're going to see another face, too. And that's their fucking logo. And it gets better. If you look at their timeline, I'm not going to bring it up. They, uh, not only do they have the uh, monopoly on cocaine, they started making x-rays in the early 1800s. And then they had a hand in the Manhattan Project. That's crazy. And we're buying pain pills from this company. Yeah. Well, it's fucking frightening.
3: I know, man. I, I'm interested in the debate about... Now, I'm, I'm personally not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. I, and vaccines, I, I vaccinated my child. But what's your opinion on that? Speaking of this pharmaceutical crap.
0: I actually never heard of an anti-vaxxer. What's an anti-vaxxer? They don't. They, it causes autism.
3: They think uh, Robert De Niro was on the Today Show. He was talking about it.
0: What the fuck does Robert De Niro? Like, what does his opinion matter? You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> you you're talking to me? I'm the anti vaxxer motherfucker. Well, okay, <laughs> good for him. Let him not vaccinate his kids and die like the fucking kids in Africa, which is a problem. We can't close our borders to Syrian refugees. How do you feel about that?
3: Uh, Can't close our borders to Syrian refugees Well,
0: uh, wow Or do you feel that we should Close our borders to Syrian refugees Due to our overwhelming population You just said we can't I'm asking you, it's an opinion It doesn't really matter I think Obama wants it But I think everybody who's going to take his position Doesn't want him in here
3: I, I think Obama will probably do something along the lines of We need to be more welcoming to uh, Syrian refugees And things like that When it comes down to actually welcoming them in I don't think he's going to do it because there, there was something along the lines of vetting processes. I forget what other... It was a European country that... Uh, England, I think, maybe, that let a lot in. And they are having buyer's remorse.
0: Isn't there a national sport cricket? <laughs> 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 yeah, cricket. Okay. That That desperate, huh? <laughs> this is real.
3: We're not going to use any of this. This is going to be so bad. We have to go Hail Mary to Cricket.
0: Yeah, Hail Mary (laughs) to Cricket. Well, I can understand. How could you have buyer's remorse over people? That's not... (laughs) Syrian refugees like the slave trade. Like, oh, no, you take them. You take them, yeah. Like, oh, Jesus, that's terrible. It's like they let them in, and then they're like, oh, we made a mistake. We made a mistake. (laughs) We made a mistake. They're raping our women and taking our jobs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just like... The- they took our jobs! They took your job!
0: You know, every time I see a landscaper, I just yell, you took my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have a job that pays probably $10 more than they do an hour. Yeah, exactly. They probably get paid in, like, soda. No, seriously, and like, beer and stuff. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, actually. Well, of them? Not, Not of them, but that they get paid in beer and I have to get paid in money and buy beer That's if I get paid in beer I cut out the middleman that's true yeah now speaking of middlemanning <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not going to use any do you of feel that John Kasich's policies are reminiscent of Mitt Romney Uh, he's a, I, no, I haven't looked into Kasich's policies too I much I don't think anybody has I yeah, don't think, seriously I actually everybody I've talked to doesn't even know how to pronounce his last name right
3: he they always say he's the moderate right like he's he's the republican moderate he's the one that democrats could potentially vote for that kind of thing i i would assume mitt romney's a little
0: bit more republican than he is on the on those issues i could see that i was saying earlier actually that uh we're not going to vote a mormon like it's just <laughs> it's not gonna, oh fun fact about my guest who's suffering from amnesia <laughs> <laughs> He is uh he's what is considered an NRI, which is a non-residential Indian. So look he, at that. Even I, I swear, I did not know that. He that has is crazy no say in his country, but he's not a citizen here, so he has no say in
3: this country. And yet, I know more about the politics of this country than the average Joe. So that's fucked up. And his vote. Can't count anywhere. No, no, no. There, forget the vote not counting. There is no vote. Yeah, I can't vote. Exactly. There's no vote. Yeah. No, no, no. no, Not not that it doesn't count. It's not there to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like shouldn't should. it's, it's, it's like if you said oh his voice doesn't count no he doesn't have a voice to begin with he can't speak he can't do anything he can go up to the voting booth and they'll just kick him out
0: partly because he's brown but that's besides the point no, that's what it is he approaches the voting booth <laughs> they shoo him off with a broom just get out of your filth <laughs> they just throw tandoori chicken on the side go eat it yeah, the man yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> bait you with Indian food trailing down the house yeah there you go Jesus Where's, where would you vote? Like, is do you know where your quote-unquote, like, voting booth is? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, where the hell is it? Isn't it near, uh,
3: where you go down on 41, instead of going right to Hollywood 20, you take a left,
0: uh, on 41 and you keep going. Uh, that's where it is. Oh, really? M- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's, uh, mine's a synagogue. <laughs> <laughs> Yours <is> a synagogue? <laughs> yeah, mine's a synagogue, like, on Proctor, actually. It's... Legit. Yeah, no, seriously, it's a synagogue. That's where I go, that's where I'm supposed to go vote. Vote, okay, nice. Did you, oh. <laughs> So did you vote in the primaries? Yeah, very funny. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> you didn't vote? <laughs> Not in the primaries. I, I woke up and had to go to work, and there wasn't enough time to go has, vote.
3: Has Florida happened already?
0: Yeah, ours was like the beginning of March. I, I know you're, you're going Democrat, but, uh, sorry, was I supposed to mention that?
3: Oh, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh! <laughs> uh, let me say this. I think... I'm, I'm guessing Hillary won. Your vote wouldn't have mattered
0: anyway. She would have won by too much. I know. that's. That, actually, that was part of what I was saying, that she's getting more delegates but less popular votes. Yeah. So, no, you're right. Do yeah. you feel that this election is a popularity contest?
3: Uh, well, I was going to say yes on the side of the Republicans with Trump. But on the Democratic side, absolutely not. Hillary is so unfavored. She's very unloved. Yeah, there is a hashtag rolling called "Bernie or Bust," which essentially says either Bernie Sanders or I'm not going to vote at all. Really? I'm not even kidding. And and amongst the national Democrats, Bernie leads Hillary, but Hillary gets the super delegates, which are the I think the senators and the governors and things like that. Do they? Can they leap tall buildings in a single bound? (laughs) (laughs) They're faster than an airplane they're definitely not no man they're 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 losers that's what they are they're definitely not winners (laughs) uh yeah
0: so it's funny you mentioned that on the democratic side no it's not a popularity contest but isn't that fundamentally what partisan politics is that they have to be the opposite of one another just for the sake of being the opposite of one another you know, it's like, oh, they're going to pick the guy that they love? Well, fuck you, we're going to pick the guy that we hate. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I just can't tell the motive behind it. Care to speculate? Uh, you're, to- you're talking about, like, Trump and Hillary? Yes. The, wh- who? What would make the Republicans pick Trump even though one of the... <laughs> they don't want
3: to pick Trump. Yeah. I mean, just today it was announced that Kasich and Cruz are joining forces.
0: I really wouldn't want to pick Cruz. Yeah, I, I, I don't like creepy. Are you guys. watching this just this sad, pathetic man be sad and pathetic? and exactly. then In the name of God at yeah. that, <laughs> that? Like, he has to bring God into fucking everything? I know. It's... It,
3: Trump doesn't do that. I think one time he said, I don't bother God. That's what he said. I don't like to bother God with my problems. No. Uh, so, yeah. No, anyway, g- g- getting back to your point... Um, with with Trump, it's the, they don't want him, but the voters want him, right? Right. And he needs 1,237 primary votes, or de- delegates, I think it's called. And they're doing everything, the Republican Party is doing everything they can to stop it. But the voters have different motives.
0: You know, I was worried about this podcast not, like, being a little lacking on the information. You are killing it. You Thank are you. providing the facts. Oh, thanks, man. And keeping it interesting. I couldn't do that myself. I tried. I ended up, like, crying. I, <laughs> We should, you
3: should have me over more this, was, is, this is fun it was
0: like when I went to that Indian restaurant and had to wash my mouth out <laughs>
3: <laughs> was, we were debating for so long I, I'm like no he is vomiting in there again and again he's fine Morgan is fine he's my mom's like Morgan is fine he's just probably using the bathroom mom he is vomiting
0: his guts out a butter room butter room oh god <Yeah>. so <clears throat> how do you feel about Ted Cruz Uh, Ted
3: Cruz, uh, he's uh, got a lot of votes, I think, amongst the Republican Party in terms of the evangelicals and the religious type, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, The sort of uh, more gritty Republican types, you know, the New York type Republicans, they're obviously going for Trump. And you saw that in the New York primaries. Trump got 89 out of 95 delegates. He killed it. It's scary. Now, have you... Cruz! Cruz! I I don't even think he picked up a single delegate. I I may be wrong on that. He didn't pick up a single delegate. Have you heard... Because he doesn't have New York values. (laughs) Do you, do you remember that? He said that tr- Trump is New York value. I remember that, actually. Yeah, you know. exactly. And, oh, man, they fucked him up. He got zero on that on with New York.
0: Now, have you heard that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer? That I have not. Now, see, this is where you can help me with with my <laughs> lack of information. Zodiac I Killer. I actually can't. Are you aware of the Zodiac Killer? The, the uh, what is that, Fincher movie? It's more than a Fincher movie. It was based off of a real serial killer in California, and he killed women and men and just left him on the side of the highway and then would write notes to the police in the newspaper and never got caught. Still to this day, they're not sure who he is. And somebody hypothesizes that it's Ted Cruz.
3: I'm looking at that picture. That is crazy.
0: I actually wanted to buy the T-shirt they made. <laughs> that was a T-shirt. That, yeah, I yeah. thought that would be... That's awesome. I know, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And Trump saying, uh, forgetting what date 9-11 was. He did that. You didn't hear him say that. Uh, oh, I was there at Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, that's so stupid.
3: Oh man. You know what? That's where he saw the Muslims celebrating. It was on Seven Eleven. That's yeah. what happened.
0: <laughs> he was going to get gas. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a donut and <clears throat> maybe varnish his face some more <laughs> to get that shade of bronze on his hair. Uh, who knows? Dude, he's worse than Snooky. Like it's fucking scary. In what way? Uh, just his skin tone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he looks like the people he's trying to deport. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. He might look in the mirror and deport himself one day. You never no, know. That's what I'm afraid. Like, he gets in line to see them all deported, and then they yeah, deport him because exactly. it's like, get out of here. His own voters throw him out because he's like, you've become too much one of them now, you know? No, they just mistake him. And they yeah, just see the, the long line, <laughs> and it's like, one, two, nice try dying your hair there. <laughs> <laughs> then we're out of president because no one's going to go, like, that's the plan. They're going to elect Trump and then deport Trump. There you go. Yeah, that, that's the plan. You know what? I, I think this country would potentially be
3: better off with just no precedent. Let's just do our own thing. Huh. No, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. That's so, the
0: stupidest idea ever. I'm kidding, I'm kidding about that. Now, something I found interesting is uh, the Bernie and Hillary thing. It reminds me of uh, their close votes. It reminds me of the Bush and Al Gore oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. recounts, the several recounts. How does that? Um, how do you feel about that? that's interesting with Bush and Gore I believe
3: Ralph Nader was ran as an independent so he snuck some votes away from Gore and then you know it caused that whole fiasco with the Florida thing but uh, uh, with this it's just it's I don't think it's even close to be honest with you the The voters themselves, it's very close with them. But when you, and that's delegates. Yeah. When you get with superdelegates, it's not even close. Hillary
0: dominates Bernie when it comes to super delegates. I know it's frightening. And another, just a fun fact to add <laughs> in that election, that two thousand election with Bush and Gore, Donald Trump was running. Yeah, he ran on the Reform Party. Yes, didn't he, he did. Yeah, it's crazy. Withdrew though. Withdrew with, pretty
3: with Drew, early. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he. I, I say what you will about him. He has been planning this for
0: a while. Uh, he was in the last two. He got pretty far in the last one. In 2012? No, uh, he didn't. I was pretty sure he was in the... Twi- he didn't get, like, this far, but, I mean, he got further than he ever did. I thought he ran for literally a week and dropped. <laughs> Th-
3: that's what I thought.
0: Oh. oh, well, you're you're
3: the political one. Yeah, well, and suffering with amnesia, so you shouldn't listen to
0: what I said. Now, I noticed the vest is red. Does that make you conservative? No. The, it's just a red. Vest. I have a blue. V- I, have a, I have a blue vest
3: I wear. I, I have a green vest I wear. Does blue mean liberal? Does green mean Green Party? Yes. Okay. Well, then I should have worn my green vest that I did wear yesterday. Oh, are you part of the Green Party? No, no. Not Do you believe light. in global warming? No. Uh, well, global warming, uh, the climate change thing. I mean, I'm those scientists, so I'll listen to the scientists. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Uh, but no,
0: I'm. I don't ascribe myself to any party. Red is just a coincidence that I'm wearing the red today. Oh, I was wondering this one earlier on the show. Uh, is it Democrat Party or Democratic Party? Democratic Party. You Re- sure? Republican Party, Democratic Party. Wow. You cleared that up <laughs> in, like, <laughs> in like two seconds. I was wondering for like, I was like, shit, I'm now, worried. Now, I'm, I'm very curious about you. Which
3: party are you about? I'm voting for Hillary. No, I know you're voting for Hillary, <laughs> but which, no, Democrats voting for Trump. So, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding in this, this election is so messed up because everyone is like the, the rules are just being thrown out the window it's a parade
0: isn't it it's, it's crazy so I, you may be voting for Hillary but what party do you belong to uh, I registered Democrat yeah. just because in this state they wouldn't let me uh, register independent and vote in the primaries exactly they don't do that yet. no you have to pick a side so it's like ugh I want and because I didn't even vote in the primaries I should have fucking registered independent yeah I know right So so then independent. Basically independent. I go by the person because I was talking about this earlier and it was what made me think because the original question was, is politics a popularity contest? And the answer is really no because when you're voting your state uh, representative, when you're voting somebody for Congress or governor, you're not looking for how they can solve all your problems you're looking for how they can best represent you if you know them you know from like what they've done in your state in the past because their decision making isn't at that level you know of a president yeah so and i was also thinking most senators most congressmen and most everybody else in politics in a president's cabinet even aren't popular people you know there's they're, they're like the kids that just nobody would sit with. Really? Like, the the kid at the lunch table who sits on his own, he's yeah. kind
3: of a loner, that kind of thing. Like, remember when Ted Kennedy was still alive? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was the only Kennedy you wish got assassinated, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah,
3: that's pretty true. I
0: was, uh, I was ta- I've been talking about the Kennedys lately just because of, uh, you know, because he was gonna say something at, uh, I don't know, before he got shot, he said he was gonna wait till a certain day to, uh, to say something that the American public really needed to know, and then he got shot like a day before he was going to say something. And... and
3: conspiracy theories went through the roof.
0: <clears throat> oh, of course. Just like there's still conspiracy theories about if a man landed on the moon. Oh, yeah, of course. That's crazy. Then 9 11 conspiracy <clears throat> theories through the roof. Well, Bush did 9 11. Yeah, right, there you go (laughs) Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war Of course Jet fuel can't (laughs) melt steel (laughs) beans No, honestly, I feel like the only reason 9-11 happened was because there was nothing in American history at the time Like, we haven't (laughs) We (laughs) we haven't had That's the greatest thing I've ever heard from (laughs) 9-11 We didn't have anything in the history books, we had to add something Not in that decade, did we? That's true. I mean, it's true, really. The 90s, we had AIDS, and then we were just, like, kind of long overdue. Actually, the late 80s, we had AIDS. So, it's like, we go into, like, the 90s and 2000s, we ain't got shit. We ain't...
3: Really? And then, of course, post-9-11, Patriot Act, the NSA stuff, all of that crazy conspiracy, the Muslim stuff. Yeah. I mean, after 9-11, the history books couldn't stop writing.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's, that's what it... That's really what it was, I feel. Um. Now, how many times do you get mistaken for a Muslim? Uh...
3: That's a good question. I I think usually I get mistaken for Mexican.
0: Really? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) How? Is it because you like hang out with a Mexican guy or something? No, it just just, just is what it is. I just get mistaken for Mexican.
3: You've been watching a lot of thrillers? Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) The one time, the one time that happened. Good thriller. Did you watch it? Was it French Connection? Uh, No, 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 no. The, the, uh, The Moon. I think it was literally, the movie was called Moon. Oh, no,
0: I haven't seen it. Uh,
3: Isn't it? Uh, just type in "moon." Uh, to yeah, Kevin's uh, Click it. Kevin Spacey should be in there. He voiced the robot. Yeah, that's the one. There you go.
0: Oh wait a minute! I do have a copy of this movie. Kevin Spacey. There's yeah. It. No, I have a copy of this movie somewhere. How do uh, people in your country feel about what's going on in this country? Um, they. I don't think they really have a clue at really? least the people I,
3: don't, I I know yeah they, they don't really have a clue is
0: CM Chandra Babu just taking <laughs> up too much <laughs> 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 too much of the limelight over
3: there exactly they don't know what they're <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about I don't think they know what's going
0: on in India really you know it's just yeah, it's so how about uh, Preach Viraj Shavan how does he feel about along it? with Deputy CM Ajit Pawar? <laughs> <laughs> how do they feel
3: about mm <laughs> How do, do Indians? I'll, I'll tell you one, you know what? Here, here, here's yeah. what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you. Uh, it's interesting you brought that up. This thing, I mean, I, my Facebook friends could not shut the fuck up about it. Digital India. Did you, <laughs> did you know about that? No. no Narendra, Narendra Modi was the prime minister of India. He is the prime minister of India, which is the equivalent of president, right? I mean, equivalent of POTUS. He came over. He was talking with all the tech guys, Zuckerberg, uh, maybe some of the Google guys, about essentially finding ways to make India digital <laughs> India. About how ushering in new technology india all my facebook friends could not shut the fuck up about it digital india digital india you, you, no, 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 you know you know how uh, uh you can change your profile picture like for uh you know when uh, the paris attacks happened. yeah you could change your profile picture to you know support the paris attacks and offer condolences you know what i'm talking about
0: yeah no i know exactly we're talking about the flag you could stuff. do the same thing
3: with digital india you had that app that could do that it was so annoying every one of my indian friends digital india
0: digital india did it happen
3: <laughs> yeah yeah really what happened to good question what happened to digital india i don't i don't really see
0: what digital exactly india exactly what, what exactly what they're going for because i'm pretty sure india is the birthplace of abject poverty and diarrhea so you have to are you going to digitalize that are you going to i have no idea man i think what it is is you know when you're dying with uh, from
3: diarrhea at least you have an ipod in your hand i think that's what he's, he's gonna Going for. That's you know, just die with some entertainment in your hand, something along those. It's lines.
0: like they might not touch you, but this will. Yeah, Here's exactly. A <laughs> Jesus, digital India. No, you're
3: you're so right. I I don't think they really. I haven't talked with many of them. That's another thing. But I don't think they know much about American politics. As and I don't think I don't know why they would. Do you know anything about
0: Canadian politics? uh, I actually just know that their money a book is more expensive in Canada than it is here. Really? Yeah, I know because every book you buy has C A N and U S A prices. But how do you think Bernie Sanders' economic policies will translate to America? It's been said that he has pipe dream economic uh, policies (laughs) and ideas by respected economists such as Paul Krugman. I
3: was just gonna mention, yeah, Paul Krugman, and he's he's a (laughs) he's a Democrat. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I I was surprised when Paul Krugman came and shit on Bernie.
0: He brings up great points, though. Oh, who, Paul Krugman? <clears throat> yes, Paul Krugman.
3: It's. It, I haven't I know essentially the the crux of his argument is that Bernie's math doesn't add up.
0: Uh, were you <laughs> feeling the burn to begin with?
3: <laughs> no, I wasn't feeling the burn to begin with. Uh, you, you you know you got to respect his honesty. You know what, what? He didn't change his position. The country changed more towards his positions, and that's why he decided to run. You got to respect him for that.
0: I uh no it's not that I don't like Bernie or uh don't like what he does or says it's more of a I feel that he'd be much better in a smaller country. I don't think this is the country for him to run. You know, you're
3: so uh, the first de- democratic debate he mentioned uh, all these countries, uh, European countries that have that Anderson Cooper said Denmark's population is nowhere as near to the size of the United States. Anderson Cooper called him out on that. Cooper smash. hmm
0: <laughs> Cooper well, I've smash. i heard of a Cooper smash. But, no, if you think about it, that <clears throat> all of Scandinavia would pretty much just cover the West Coast. Yeah. If you take all of those countries and stick them in this country, they would fit and there would still be more room. Right. Texas itself is probably the size of one of those countries.
3: The- there was something...
0: Maybe in population. Texas
3: yeah. is so big. They said the whole the world's population, however many, I think it's like 7 billion people... It
0: is. ...could scary.
3: fit in Texas. We'd be all squeezed together. But, I, uh, but if we were all standing, all the whole world's population could fit in the state of Texas. Isn't that <laughs> insane?
0: And we... Like, honestly, that would stop global warming right there. There you go. Just move them all to Texas. Send them all back to Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The Texans would freak out. That's like scary movie six for Texans, right there. All the immigrants coming into Texas.
0: Well, I mean, at least we'll be like be able to corner George Bush, <laughs> yeah, that's hold him so responsible true. for his war crimes. He's on the right. He's doing his art. He's about to paint nine eleven. Which I, I, I was gonna vote for Jeb. Really? Before he dropped out, you did say that. I, I, you have said that many times. Yeah. yeah I had a. I actually had a really kind of like an erotic fantasy that Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton would be the two nominees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd go for Jeb, yeah. I would masturbate in the poll booth. Actually. There you go. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm living in 94. You know, like, just... <laughs> but, <laughs> so you're all over the map. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're all over the map. I place. like brand names. What can I say? That's true. Um, now, how do you feel that Bernie Sanders would respond... <laughs> on a global scale if there were to be any more uh, attacks like the ones in Belgium recently or in Paris? I don't know. Um, you know, he everyone's saying he, in terms of fo-
3: foreign policy experience, Hillary beats him by a lot. And yet at the same time, I she voted for the Iraq war. He voted against it. So maybe foreign policy experience is not a good thing when you vote the wrong way on a one of the worst foreign policy decisions of our of the united states one of the
0: biggest problems with hillary and she's facing it and having to answer for it during this whole run is that she's changed her mind so many times since she's and the thing is since she started she's changed it so many times but i mean even since she started this race she's changed it so many times and,
3: I mean, which- oh, Minimum wage is a great example. She flipped so many times, and then when she entered the race and Bernie started gaining momentum, she went closer towards his uh, way of d- doing things. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Uh, I'm, like, realistically, she's going to be another four years of Obama, but... What,
3: I I think she's going to be even more diluted.
0: What I think, oh yeah, it's going to be very it's, different.
3: It's, and can I tell you something? Uh, she said on the campaign trail after she announced for the twenty sixteen race, uh, if you were to call me an independent, it. Wouldn't be that... Something along the lines... It wouldn't be that much of a misnomer.
0: Wouldn't be that far-fetched. Jesus Christ.
3: She's a centrist. And I, that's... You know, in a, in a ways, I think that's a, not a bad thing. I
0: feel like she's too much of a people pleaser. You know Way what I mean? Way like, like, you can't really believe what she's saying. Of course not. Because she's trying to win you over. But... No, she is too rehearsed. Okay, on this issue, there
3: are the largest percentage of people... Vote this way on this issue. I need to be on that issue. You know what I mean? Say, oh, oh, look at that! The country's changing on gay marriage. I need to evolve on gay marriage.
0: But it does show that she's listening and paying attention. I'm not even going to talk about.
3: But that's what people don't like about her. I, I think people would actually like if she they disagreed with her, but she stood by her, you know, she stood by what she's saying. Instead, they think she's completely disingenuous. Oh,
0: I get it. I completely understand where they're coming from, and I'm glad they are holding her responsible for it, because that's what you should do. And you
3: know, they're only doing it because of Bernie. Yeah. Because well, he, it's it's like, uh, if you eat a ham sandwich, it's a pretty good ham sandwich, but then a nice thick steak comes your way, <laughs> the ham sandwich looks pretty, like, a lot of shit did, compared did to the steak. you
0: call Bernie Sanders a thick steak? <laughs>
3: It's an analogy. (laughs) What what (laughs) would you... (laughs) What what would you use?
0: Bones. (laughs) Like that walking skeleton. There you go. (laughs) Fine. It's like we have a shell of a woman and a skeleton walks in. (laughs) I I don't know. The only thing I like is because during four years you really can't predict what's going to happen politically with such instabilities of things like ISIS growing. I was reading today that the Taliban, no, it was Al Qaeda had their spring annual instead <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I did this I started laughing I'm like, oh God, I want to see the winter annual 63 people dead. Oh man.
3: <laughs> Wait, the spring annual 63 people died.
0: Yeah, because it's just they pretty much just went into Afghanistan and shot a shitload of people. Oh my god! That's <laughs> so the spring annual. That's so sadistic. <laughs> like, do you guys call it the spring annual? Or is I that guess just uh, for us, like, to,
3: I, I guess I think maybe they're mocking us. That's what they're doing. I hope
0: it's like, yeah, company picnic. <laughs> <laughs> god.
3: Can I say something? Go ahead. Gun control. That's where Bernie, uh, this goes back to the uh, where he's honest. On the issue of uh, holding gun makers responsible, he view, he says that if the gun operated the way it was supposed to and they killed a lot of people, how can you hold the gun owner responsible? Because that's the irresponsible gun owner, not the irresponsible gun manufacturer. He doesn't want to hold a manufacturer uh, uh, at hand. You know what I mean? And Hillary, of course, is riding that wave. Talking about gun control, I heard Chelsea Clinton yesterday talking about that. I mean, they're they're just shitting on him for that. But I respect him in the sense that he's wh- what he says is you you believe it. You know what I mean?
0: Did you hear when? Uh Chelsea Clinton said President Sanders yes
3: I love that that was the best thing ever oh man <laughs> hopefully
0: not President <laughs> it's like oh man your mom's gonna beat you your ass when e- you get
3: home here's the best thing that was so long ago and yet we never forgot it you can't you can't forget it. President Sanders it's like
0: when your own kid just fucking abandons you I mean, I know exactly <laughs>
3: on live TV oh my god she got whooped it
0: actually sounds it's got a nice ring to it President, President Sanders. Sanders yeah I'm tired of hearing Senator Sanders. Like, I can't listen to the debates just Senator Sanders. But back to gun control. How do you feel about Trump's policy towards him?
3: Uh, He's Second Amendment, pro-Second Amendment, right?
0: All Republicans are. John Kasich even wants to give us back our guns. Uh,
3: well, Well, where do you stand on it?
0: I believe if you wish to purchase a gun, you should have the right to attempt to purchase a gun. Okay. I feel that it should be more regulated... For a uh, for a gun owner, that there would almost have to be some sort of not psych evaluation, but more forms to fill out as far as what you're going to use it for, how many people are in your house, you know. Get a survey of the person so that way you can create a database of gun owners. Yeah. And any outliers would be the ones to watch for. Yeah. Like remember that Santa Barbara killer.
3: Yeah. Uh, the guy. No, it was San Bernardino, I think.
0: It wasn't a big shooting. Yeah, the kid was a college kid. He sits in his car and he's like, oh, "No girl wants to fuck me." Is yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that guy.
3: Oh my! Yeah, all of these killers are lonely males. They've got the testosterone flowing, man. They- Shot
0: one kid and then got taken down. Yeah. yeah, It's it's just things like that is what you'd have to pay attention to as a like somebody selling or manufacturing guns. That they yeah. would be the people you want to like call and check on every now and again. And, right. Find a way to make it not look circumspect that like, oh, hey, how are you enjoying the gun? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Want to come on down and give it a clean? I don't know. I I, I don't own a gun. I shot guns recently and uh, I wasn't into it. Really? Okay. I wasn't into it. I went to a firing range. I paid for it too. Shot a, uh, a nine millimeter and shot a uh, 44 Magnum.
3: Crazy recall, right?
0: it's not even the real... I was okay with it. It's just loud bang... There's a hole in a piece of paper. It smells like sawdust. Like, you ever, like, almost drown in a pool and just get that shitty smell yeah, yeah, yeah. in your nose? It kind of smells like that in the whole room.
3: So, some people, I'm not even kidding, they, they get a hard-on with that. Oh, I'm
0: aware. Yeah, yeah. It didn't happen to me. was It wasn't about it.
3: Yeah, no, it's a, a case-by-case But basis, I can right?
0: understand where that comes from. Like, I saw what the appeal is... And I don't feel that it's anything to take away from anybody or make more difficult to get. But I feel that it should be more monitored.
3: More monitored than that you do, I think, by background checks and uh, the database along the lines you were saying. And I would say something along the lines of train them. Like, seriously, just show them how it works, train them, take, you know, like, when you have to get a license for driving a car, you take a written test and a, a, a what do you call it, a field test road where you... Road test, yeah. Road test, yeah, where you, you drive it. Do the same thing.
0: Now, the biggest problem for me with personal gun ownership, and I've seen it in action firsthand, is when you give people guns... They're going to shoot each other. You get them in a room, somebody accidentally hits somebody in the face, somebody accidentally hits someone in the face three times, you got to <laughs> take them to the hospital, so hopefully they're not dead.
3: They're dead. You know, <laughs> you know they're dead. You,
0: you're trying to, like, maybe you're wearing protective gear and you're trying to... Yeah, like, but
3: see, that's that's an irresponsible gun owner, wouldn't you say so?
0: I would definitely say I, so. I would
3: say that f- some stupid asshole who let off a gun... Uh, that irresponsible gun owner shouldn't get in the way of a responsible gun owner. You know what I mean? This
0: also includes airsoft guns. (laughs) (laughs) If it included airsoft
3: guns, dude, you'd be in jail. No, Jay would be in jail. Yeah, I was going to say some asshole
0: named
3: Jay. Asshole named Jay, exactly. He fucking abused the shit out of (laughs) you.
0: He just just kept (laughs) shooting you. I wouldn't want him to have a gun.
3: I wouldn't want that I, should... oh, I wait, would not. Do you
0: guys even have amendments? What? Do you guys have amendments here? India? On... Yeah, no, here in America, because they... you're on green card. You guys, is the Constitution applying?
3: I, I was, I was telling my mom, mom, the Constitution applies to us immigrants as well. I mean, I can speak freely in this country. There's freedom of speech. And then it occurred to me. Well, I don't know if I can even buy a gun. I don't know if that's possible. And she said, I don't think it applies to us. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I know. But. They did
0: let you have. No, you can buy a gun.
3: I think so too. I've I'm, my
0: th- my mom's not a, gonna allow. it. You have She's... a driver's license, right?
3: Exactly. That's yeah. all you need. There you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. a... I mean, I, I'm aware. But your mom to be allow no, to be fair, no,
3: you're making it sound like a driver's license is nothing. To get the driver's license, there was plenty of paperwork and and visa stuff and and, and biometric data stuff that I had to go through.
0: Oh, did they actually fingerprint you? Oh, absolutely. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) They didn't do it for you? I had to get fingerprinted for my job, but not for my driver's license. No, I just had to provide them with my birth certificate, my uh, social security number, like a hard copy, and then, like, another form of identification. And I was good. And passed the road test, and I was good.
3: Oh, no, hold on. I'm remembering wrong. For the visa, I had to get... Uh, fingerprinted. Right, I can see But see, to to make the visa legit, you need a fingerprint. Yeah, no, And so, and to make the driver's license legit, you need the visa. Oh, okay. So, basically, you need the fingerprint for the driver's license. You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: but they didn't fingerprint you at the DMV. They
3: did not. Alright, well, that's good. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice.
0: You know, I was also saying earlier, I would vote for Bernie if he made, like, some actually radical changes. Like, if he made red lights illegal, I would vote for him what red lights yeah i'm getting tired of fucking waiting at these red lights man illegal yeah just just get rid of them just hire somebody from the county of each state to pop every single red bulb so it's just yellow and green
3: why not just pop the fucking cameras that uh, that ca- capture you at the top you remember
0: yeah those are oh i got told by plated actually did you get told by plated
3: remember when you saw the hateful age yeah
0: no i know uh, did that happen to you Uh, maybe my
3: mom didn't show it to me, Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, my dad took care of it, (laughs) nothing, I heard nothing. No shit. I was totally good.
0: I went to, uh, went to see Rihanna, I, I took a friend to go see Rihanna, and, uh. When, when was this? That was like three, no, that was like a month ago, it was a month ago, and, uh. What the fuck, why didn't you ask me? Remember
3: you guys gave me so much shit for that one Rihanna song I listened to? Whoa, what was that Rihanna song? Uh, um. I wanna take you away.
0: Oh, please don't stop the music. music. You gave you guys gave me so much shit for that. Well, I took a girl. Oh, okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I. I w- <laughs> so when you say
3: you guys went to the Rihanna
0: concert, no, 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 you just took her there. You, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I dragged her because she likes Rihanna, but I still dragged her against her will. Wow, well, <laughs> I wish I hadn't mentioned that just now. Well, yes. this is the edit. Of- I,
3: I, this will go in the deleted
0: part. This there is the, you go. I was, but uh, to get on and off the highway at uh, the hockey rink, there's a toll by plate, and they take a picture of your phone or your license plate. And I didn't get the bill until like fucking two weeks ago, and I paid it. It was six dollars and fifty cents, and I was just wondering what kind of fucked up government charges you six fifty by mail. Like that sounds like a lot of work to get a little bit of money. Yeah, wouldn't you say so? That's true. What an inefficient way to govern your people. Well, who said government is always efficient? Ah, uh, right. The opposite of progress is Congress. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man, their approval
3: ratings—they're like below ten or something. It's
0: crazy. They're the they...
3: laziest fucking people. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what? They're it. the laziest fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what didn't, it didn't go well? Oh yeah, oh, I didn't do anything. Oh, no, she was fine actually. She was. Who I I had some white guy that was lazy. Oh okay. yeah yeah, fucking. He said he'd, like, deliver it in a week, and it was, like, eight days later. There you go. And he waited till the end of the day. Not even fucking Mexican. (laughs) Um, I guess the only people we haven't really... I guess guess we know who your podcast audience is gonna be. (laughs) (laughs) This
3: is what we'll keep in in the uh, podcast. My
0: podcast audience is also the people who are voting for Ted Cruz. (laughs) There you go, exactly. God-fearing white Christian men. Yeah, exactly. And people who find Indian people funny.